Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, every now and then you've been in a uh, restaurant, a uh, fast food place, and you'll see a kid throw a fit because they didn't get what they want. <laughs> yeah. And that happens. Uh, it really shouldn't happen, though, once you're an adult. 36-year-old guy goes to McDonald's Saturday morning, wants to order a Happy Meal. But it's too early to get one, and he's anything but. He's not happy at all. It's just before 10 a.m., and they uh, told him he can only have the breakfast. <laughs> so instead of just being mature and an adult, he, uh, well, he threatened to execute everyone in the restaurant. <laughs> oh, really? That's sending a message. <laughs> Somebody get the kid a happy meal! Like Big Daddy. Oh, yeah, he was, uh, he was not happy. <laughs> so he storms out. The cops get called, of course. And uh, as they're talking to the employees of the McDonald's, they get another call that a driver is pointing a gun at someone while trying to merge into traffic. So they say, well, we got to go take care of this. Now. Right, yes. So they go and they respond to that. Same guy? Well, we find out later it is because he ends up back at the McDonald's. So the uh, the employees call the cops again. We really wanted that Happy Meal. Well, I guess he thought maybe, yeah, well, it's after 11. <laughs> you know, is it time? Can I have that Happy Meal? No, yeah. sir, it's 9.59. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait. wait. One more minute. It's like uh, uh, Falling Down with yeah. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Oh, great flick. Good movie. Uh, not the ha- not a uh, happy uh, laugh uh, a minute kind of film. No, no, but, no. Uh, but very good. Um, so he gets back to the McDonald's and the cops uh, then arrive again. And then he is charged. And then it's found out that, yes, he was also the guy in the intersection. So he was just not having a good day all around. No doubt. Whole happy meal. That should be his defense. The happy meal defense. <laughs> kind of more of the unhappy meal at that point. <laughs> See, and he really wanted a happy meal? Yeah, I guess so. I don't even know. Like, he didn't have a kid with him, I guess, or anything. And I guess you can order a happy meal for yourself. I have yeah. a buddy whose wife... That's all she'd ever get from McDonald's is the Happy Meal. Really? It's all she wanted. But she got the toy as well. But she saved all the toys unwrapped. It's like if you bought, like, superhero figurines and never took them out of the box. Right. She never unwrapped. She's got, like, boxes, big boxes of just stuffed with these McDonald Happy Meal toys. They have bunnies in their backyard, by any chance? <laughs> no, she boiled them all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, it's an odd little uh, hobby, isn't it? Yeah, I, well, I guess if it if it uh, has some sort of history with, like, a familial trip to McDonald's Maybe. every week. Something, I don't know. Something a therapist has to work yeah. through. <laughs> it's well beyond our pay grade. They got married. They had children. I can only imagine how uh, torturous is that for those kids to know that in the garage there's just boxes of unopened happy toys. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. They're going to be worth something someday. (laughs) Going to pay for your university. (laughs) Tell her husband, get your baseball cards out of there. I need room for my my Happy Meal toys. Yeah. Yeah, I got my little frozen figurine. I've always been disappointed with the the, the Happy Meal, just the burger. Like, I look at it when the kids would eat it and go... There's there's hardly a flipping patty on the thing. Isn't it just the regular burger? No. Like, no well, I guess, it's a, I guess it's a regular cheeseburger. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I always thought those regular cheeseburgers just like there's... That's why they made the McDouble. It's basically mm. the same thing with, with two patties. Although I must say, when I'm in that kind of in-between lunch and dinner... And I want like just a... I'm a, I'm a little peckish. Right. One, of the, one or two of those little burgers... It's a tasty. I've gone through the drive-thru and just ordered two of those and just a couple them. Of cheeseburgers. Just something to take the the hunger off, right? You know, I I see. I 
Right now, I'm at a, like five meals a day, so, so I have my breakfast. Then around around uh, around eleven, I'll have two of those burgers, yeah. and then lunch around two, and then around four thirty or five, a couple more of them burgers. <laughs> then dinner. I'm like Elvis, a full meal every twenty minutes. Well, the kids' meal would work for you if you ordered by your mental age. <laughs> somebody get you to a happy meal. I have a little rule in life. Anytime I have uh, something to do, that, like say my car needs fixing or I got some issue financially or a legal issue, uh, I will turn to the experts, mechanics, lawyers, financial advisors, and I will say, whatever you would do, I will do. If you were in my shoes, right. however you would handle it is how I'll handle it. You better make sure you got a good expert. Yeah. Well, you can tell by my car that I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I would do the same thing with a pharmacist. A bunch of pharmacists were asked uh, about what they thought the best medications or creams or ointments uh, for uh, for different uh, things that are ailing you. For example, pharmacists were asked, what's the best thing to take out of all the pain medication? What's the best one to take for headaches? And they say Tylenol. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it's also good, for, you know, if, if anyone has any heart trouble or so they say you use Tylenol before you use Advil, you've got to... Right, right. It used to always be the, the bear thing, right? It used to say take a baby aspirin or a bear right. if you had... I don't know if that's the, still the same uh, rule. Mm -hmm. for, it is. For allergies, Claritin. For kids, children's Claritin. Okay. For the best sunscreen, we should be applying that now if you're outside for any amount of time. Neutrogena is the, uh, the good sunscreen. Pricey, I think. Is it? The best thing for bug bites or bee stings is something called afterbite. Yes, very good. Is that good? Uh-huh. That's what the pharmacists say. Uh, if you get the flu, Thuraflu is something you could take. Multivitamins, Centrum. Okay. You want the best hand sanitizer? Perel seems to be what the pharmacists suggest. Uh, for coughs with kids, uh, Dimetap. Dimetap, Dimetap, yeah. Dimetap, is that how it's pronounced? And Delsum as a cough suppressant for adults. I don't think I know that one. No. And uh, if you need a pregnancy test, first response. <laughs> <laughs> my, my first response is to run away. Uh, it's, you know, pharmacists, uh, they, they do it all. You go in and lots of times, you, you know, say you can't get to your doctor. So you'll you'll go to the pharmacy and say, listen, I got this problem or that problem. And they'll they'll show you some product they got over the counter. Um, but it's, it's always sometimes, you know, sometimes it's embarrassing to even go to your family doctor and say, you know, I've got this problem. Oh, for sure. But to stand in a shopper's drug mart and say, I've got ringworm around yeah. my junk. <laughs> what kills me all the time is the people who have no shame about it whatsoever. Top volume. Like top volume. <laughs> <laughs> like if you are speaking top volume about yeah. a health problem yeah. and that problem doesn't involve your ears, <laughs> like you need to tone that down. That's right. <laughs> what do I do about my anal leakage? <laughs> That's aisle 12. Yeah. Get away from us. Well, I think I'm moving to England. <laughs> my mother was from there. Maybe I can slide in under uh, her citizenship when she was there. Okay. Because uh, uh, I like this guy. He, uh, 66-year-old dude, right before the pandemic hit last March, he uh, calls in sick to work, just not feeling it, can't get out of bed, puts on a full Oscar-winning performance for management to show that he's not feeling well, which we all do when we call in sick, don't we? We really get the throat down. We tend to, oh, I feel terrible. For right. I can't make it. Anyhow, he, he says, I just can't get out of bed. And uh, so later that day, he's caught hanging out in a bar. 
And so the company fired him. He's a heavy smoker, has a lung condition, and his boss called him on Monday and said he had to, or he called his boss on Monday and said he had to stay in bed all day because of that. Ah. And then when someone spotted him at a bar drinking beer and smoking. (laughs) So the company said, well, you're gone. And then he sued them for wrongful termination. And the judge ruled that he shouldn't have been fired. Okay. The company's handbook doesn't specifically say you can't go out and socialize in public if you're calling in sick. So that's why the judge sided with him. Now he's due back in court, and they'll decide how much money the company has to pay him for wrongful termination. I like England. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess, really, the company should have reprimanded first, right? Mm -hmm. Like you get a warning or get written up, something like that, Mm -hmm. unless he'd already been. Obviously, if, if the judge ruled in his favor, then maybe that wasn't the case. Look, and it's England, too. Even the doctors over there prescribe pints for any <laughs> ailment you got the cancer get, get, a, get a dark ale in you you'll be right. fine well and i mean it's an interesting question because more and more now you'll find you know people need you know just a mental break they take mm. you know a personal day mm-hmm. and a personal day you know if you're going to take one i i would imagine doesn't mean you have to stay at home no no i think a personal day is just that do whatever you want right you know yeah, you get, I, I, mean, I don't know here, uh, we get a day and a half of holidays a year. <laughs> I don't think we get any sick days. Try going to management here and say, I needed some personal time. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I know a lot of companies do offer that that type of stuff now. So maybe his company didn't. It's interesting, too, when you, when you talk to people. And I guess it depends on what you do for a living and, and how far you can push things or not. And if you see your uh, your livelihood as a career or a, just a job, but boy, there are those who who uh, make sure they get every single one of those oh, yeah. accounted for every year. They take all their sick days, whether they're sick or not, and they, you know, they take all their holiday time. I wonder, from a company perspective, what would be better, right? Because you have, you know, yes, there are some uh, jobs and industries where they give. A, a certain amount of sick days. Right. And there's certain lines of work where, you know, you can't work if you're sick. You mm-hmm. know, if you're saving lives, it doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you're under the weather, you're a liability, uh, maybe a danger to them. Right. Uh, but I wonder if, if companies, because there are some, and I don't know if they still do it, who would allow you to bank sick days, right? Well, unionized businesses yes. do that, right? Yeah. But, but, some, but some do and some don't. Where you, you know, it's either you use them or you lose them, mm-hmm. or someone allow you to bank them, and you have people retiring like a year early. But what you get through that is people not taking their sick days. They're, you know, sure they might retire a year or two early, but they can be replaced with younger employees at that point. What you're getting throughout their tenure with you is mm-hmm. that they're not taking their sick days because. They're more likely to, to go to work because they want to bank them right. at the end. be interesting, too, when this pandemic is all said and done and we're all back to work, if that even is the case, because more and more of those conversations are happening about people not going back to the office. You know, factory work and other things, that's going to, that's gonna. well, it is the, the case now that most are back. But, um, you know, there was a time, certainly in this business, because we don't have a lot of people to cover for us, mm. boy, you You'd come in with, like, just a fever and the flu. Like, I remember showing up for work with a garbage can beside me in the control room with, like, stomach flu. Yeah. And I'd be throwing up in the garbage can in between songs. Now, after this pandemic, you have a sniffle. <laughs> Do 
here. You're gone. Well, and, and some of that has to do with your own attitude and whether or not, you know, yes, is there someone who can do your job or, or replace you? How much do you disrupt the flow of, of mm. the workplace if you take a day off? And are you a decent human being? <laughs> right. Because I think, there, you know, the more and more the attitude now is that I'm in it for me. Mm. And, uh, and if it disrupts things while I'm not there, well, sorry, I need the day. Well, it's happened once again. This happened to me last summer, and I shared this story with you. And it happened again. What are the odds are? You figure in a 24-hour day, what are the odds that I would just happen to look out my window as uh, some wildlife needed saving? Oh, in the pool again. Yeah, because I'm sure these uh, these little creatures can't survive for long. Their little arms, their little front legs and back legs kicking for a bit. I don't think they, they're yeah. very good at the swimming. Yeah, they're talking like squirrels and chipmunks and stuff. Yeah. I don't think they're designed to be swimmers. No, they jump around a lot, but they I don't think they like to swim. But I was pretty impressed with this little one, and I thought to myself, look at all the money we spend on swimming lessons for our kids and all that. I don't think the squirrel mom and dad <laughs> took their kids to the pond and showed them how to paddle about. No. But anyhow, I just happened, you know, as I like to do, I roamed the estate, and I was looking out the, uh, the back window over the hills. And- I was going to say, did you? Do you do you have one of those like uh, like the, the the mounted telescope things that well, they have on the side of the Empire State Building? I don't want to say that my property is large, but we do have golf carts that get us to and from the pool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have, you know what? I even with the size of your property now, I could see you with a golf cart <laughs> to get you to the side of the pool. <laughs> We're there. We have people who carry us. Uh, so, yeah, I see this uh, this little guy out there uh, paddling for his life. And I have found, like, a bunch of this summer has been really, between the birds pooping all over the place, it seems like a lot more bird poop than normal in the spring. But I found now, like, three or four dead. If it's not a bird, it's a little mouse or a squirrel. Or My, my, my garbage bag looks like a... A, a, a funeral home for, <laughs> like, for like you got a taxidermy side yeah, job. That's, that's right. <laughs> Who the hell in this house is killing all these squirrels? Should we call the officials? Anyhow, so uh, I see the little guy paddling for dear life, and his little head's above the water, a little squirrel. So I race outside. I, I, I fear nothing. I don't even stop to put on shoes, Lucky. Wow. That's right. And where, and where <laughs> my... What a selfless act. Where my pool skimmer is, there's, it's just like it's not by the patio. It's over rock. So I had to take my dainty tootsies across a sharp rock. Uh-huh. And I grabbed my, uh, my skimmer and I went in and I got underneath the little guy and I got him out and I gently set him down in the, gar- the garden there. And he kind of just shook for a second and then scampered off. And I... Every time this is like I said, it's happened to me twice. It happened last summer and this summer. I always think to myself, in that little squirrel brain, like what happened at that moment when he was like just swimming for his life and like, oh, how did I end up here? What the hell happened? I was just going to get a nut. Right. And all of a sudden, he's lifted up from the you know from the water to the heavens. <laughs> he's probably thinking, am I dead? Am I going to squirrel heaven? And then he's gently set down. Like he's is he. Like, it would be like if a human was in the ocean, drowning, and all of a sudden something just came up from underneath you, lifted you up, and put you back on the beach. Right. You'd think that that was the Lord. <laughs> the squirrel thought that his little squirrel god lifted him up. Well. Saved the day. He was probably thinking I was used drowning. Like, hurry up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple of rocks on your feet. I'm drowning here. Can't you see? That's right. I'm like, hold my beer. Hang on. 
paddle so, a little more. So you are somehow godlike now? I am. Well, I, God's a big term. I think so, yes. <laughs> Hero. <laughs> Hero to the wildlife. I, you know, because my knowledge of the good book is, uh, is sparse. <laughs> You sound more like Noah. <laughs> and perhaps you should build an ark in that pool yeah, of yours. Should. Save all, bring all the wildlife in. I'm like Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. I, I talk to the animals. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, listen, far better to save them than to uh, yank them out of the uh, the skimmer. Ooh, oh, it's that so sounds like such a gross. I'm, I'm kind of used to it now. Like, if you ever have a house with a pool, don't call me <laughs> when you find, like, a dead cat in your skimmer. I'd have to call somebody. No. I couldn't do it. No? I don't. Oh, I don't think so. Like a even cat? A, oh, a cat would oh, be like bad. a big animal? Uh, yeah. No, listen. If I looked out the window and a tiger was treading water in the pool, <laughs> I wouldn't be going there with my skimmer to get him out. Like, I don't even like when a bird hits the window and it's, and it's uh, like, lying there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I gotta be, I'm at the far end of the shovel. Dead anything. Well, at least if it's in the pool when it's dead, you can use, especially if it's small, you can just use the skimmer and then you put it in a garbage bag or you do whatever you do. Flick it over into the neighbor's property. Right. <laughs> but when it gets caught in the skimmer, if it's anything that's of a bigger size, that, that hole's not that large. No. Sometimes you got to struggle to get it out. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> nope. Started with a head. <laughs> Yeah, I would rather swim in the pool at the Cloverleaf than clean in that one. Is that open again? No. I, I got a membership it's there. It's for I, sale, actually. The Cloverleaf? Yeah, I think so. Oh, lucky. Let's get in. Let's invest. Because they've got, they got the pool and they got a whole spa system if there. You're, I, if you're not in the East End, just picture... Yeah. One of the worst motels yeah, you any, could come across. Any dump of a motel in right. any small town, the, the, the Cloverleaf is it. Right. And there's still occasionally... I always find that interesting. There's another one on King. It's not that bad, but it's obviously old. It's a, it's a motel. And, and I just think to myself, you'll see a car out there every now and then. You think, did someone actually check in? Right. Well, I think, uh, for, for 10 minutes. <laughs> it's usually like a Mercedes, too. Like, it's not... Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's some, not the car you'd expect to be there. Some 7 Series Beamer. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's, I'm sure that's... There's no, nothing sketchy going on there. I've always had this, uh, this idea, and we've never done it. With COVID, of course, we couldn't do anything. But I really wanted to, like, film a, a fun... I take a video of, like, have us, you, me... Like Lee, like all of us show up like we're uh, out of town business, like show up right. suitcases and like, want to check in? We read great reviews on <laughs> on Yelp about the Cloverleaf. Would have been a good concept. Now it would just be like we're stealing it from Shit's Creek. <laughs> I wonder if my, uh, my membership to their pool and spa club <laughs> is still going to be good when it's sold. I got to tell you, this, uh, this Ring of Fire Sun thing is really freaking me out because... It's right behind a huge tree by our window, and but it's really bright. And it usually every morning that sun is just beating through there, and I'm trying my best not to look out the damn window at Right. Me. It's throwing me off. It's taunting you. It is. 6-11 in Rock Mornings. If you're on Tinder, have you ever come across an ex while on Tinder? Oh. Many have. All right. I think that would be the case if you're on Tinder and he or she's now on Tinder because they're... Both single, why wouldn't they? Uh-huh. Uh, some say they've even seen a family member or a co-worker on there. <laughs> if I told my mom once. I told her, <laughs> stay off my profile. Stay off the Tinder, ma. Uh, well, Tinder is adding a new block 
It's an option that lets you avoid people you know in real life. You just have to let the app access the contacts on your phone. Then it'll make sure you don't, uh, they don't show up in your feed and they won't see you either. You don't have to block all your contacts. You choose which ones to block. And they recently tested this feature and the average person blocks 12 people from their contacts. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good idea. Yeah. If you've had a bad experience there, you don't want to perhaps go back down that road. <laughs> <laughs> Although if your mom swipes left, what does that say? Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.